0: Devon Review with Brad Hardware Welcome along to our look back on some of the biggest stories from the past week. I'm Brad Hardware and here's what's coming up. A university student, who was one vote away from becoming Labour's first councillor on West Devon Borough Council this century, says she'll continue to work in the community. She told our reporter that she has no hard feelings. East Devon's MP Simon Jupp has blocked people from commenting on his Facebook posts. A former East Devon councillor says the decision showed he was not willing to listen to residents. The government's being urged to speed up measures to make school uniforms cheaper. Last year a report found that parents with children in state schools spend over £330 on average per year on uniforms. And we'll also be taking a look back at the weekend sports fixtures, all that and more coming up. Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Now, a university student who was just one vote away from becoming Labour's first councillor on West Devon Borough Council this century, says she'll continue to work in the community and will probably stand for election again. 20-year-old Isabel Saxby fought the beerfarers' ward by-election on the 18th of November, but lost to Conservative candidate, Alison Blackman. And she told our reporter, Philip Cherm, that she has no hard feelings.
1: I'm Isabel Saxby. I was the Labour candidate for beerfarers' ward uh, for the borough by-election. I'm currently a student at Plymouth Uni and I really love the village.
2: You were one vote short of of winning. I
1: came second by one vote.
2: Okay. (laughs) how how do you feel about that?
1: I feel... I was a bit disappointed at first because one vote is a very small margin to come second by, but after some reflection, it was actually really important to happen in the area, I think, because a lot of people here tactically vote. There was a representation across the whole spectrum of all the parties which was really important... And I got to meet a lot of people in the community and I still can do things around the village and help my local community still. And Angela Blackman seems like a fantastic woman. She's a mum, she's a woman, and although it'll be business as usual, I think she'll do some really good things for the local area because she cares about it.
2: What made you decide that you were going to stand as the Labour candidate in this community? <laughs>
1: so, so actually... This person from Labour was going around calling Labour members in the community and she called my dad and my dad was said no absolutely not and then he said well actually my daughter might like to do it so my dad was just recommended me and then I thought okay I'll do that I'll go for it. I think it's a fantastic opportunity to represent the people in the local community. Why Labour? I'm a huge fan of the NHS. I really think having accessible healthcare for all people is important. And at the end of the day, a Labour government did that. A Labour government set up free school meals. A Labour government set up, rem- was able to remove workhouses. A Labour government did those things that really put Britain on the path we see today.
2: The Labour Party itself has undergone quite a transition mm. in the last few years. Yes. There are some people that would say, who've been members of the party for some time, would say, well, this is not the Labour that I wanted. What sort of a Labour Party do you want?
1: At the end of the day I understand the transitions that labor has gone through that you are talking about but we just kind of have to accept that this is the party we have now and we can either build and work with the party we've got now to create something we want to see or we can just sit back and go this isn't what I wanted and not and throw a tantrum and I think you've got to you've got to work with what there is now
2: You know yeah. known as the the person who well, frankly, almost won the yeah. seat and would have been the only Labour person in West Devon. Yeah. Is that enough to know that or are you going to try again?
1: I'm going to try again. Just
2: on a local level
1: or would you want
2: to go beyond that at any point?
1: Um, I think I will continue to see how it goes at a local level. But I would definitely like to take it further, if possible. To take it further, I need to get involved around... West Devon as a whole and actually like set up and establish some ways of showing support for the wider community.
2: Are you going to sort of continue doing sort of community type work and things like that around here and if so what sort of stuff?
1: Yes I will continue doing community work. At the moment I set up a litter picking group in the village so I'm going to try to attend that as frequently as I can. Also the food bank, I'd like to get involved with the food bank and maybe do some food partnership work and because we have the Morrisons and the Tesco's and Tavistock and a Lidl and maybe see if we can get some food from there and
0: is it quite busy
1: I think one person using it is quite busy but there's more than one person using it.
0: Isabel Saxby talking to Philip Cherm there. Well, it was a weekend of mixed emotions for Devon's sports teams. Sport on the Devon
3: Review. Here's Jamie Taylor with the roundup. In football, Exeter City were held to a one-all draw when they travelled to Rochdale. The home side had an opportunity to take the lead in the first half after Josh Key took Conor Grant's legs from beneath him, but the penalty failed to bring joy. The Grecians grew after the half-time break. Now, with the wind at their backs, it meant Matt Jay's assist to George Ray could be nicely put to the back of the net. Ten minutes later, Rochdale's Max Taylor scored the equaliser from 20 yards away. It was a good weekend for the women's side as well. They managed to reach round three of the women's FA Cup for the first time in 20 years. Things not so good for Torquay. They lost 3-2 to Halifax at Plainmore. Jordan Slew put the away side in the lead within the first half hour and then scored again 16 minutes later. Halifax then went 3-0 up when Billy Waters scored. Clady Lolo and Armani Little both scored towards the end of the match but Torquay were unable to find one more goal to make it an equaliser. And finally in The Chiefs travelled to Bath to secure a 23-16 point victory on Friday night. The hosts had a 16-13 lead until three minutes from the final whistle when Sam Simmons scored a try. His England teammate Henry Slade managed to get a conversion. Sam's younger brother, Joe, still had enough time to score a penalty as well. Sport on the Devon Review.
0: Now the government has been urged to speed up measures to make school uniforms cheaper following a vote by North Devon District Council. A report last year by the Children's Society found that parents with children in state schools spend over £330 on average per year on school uniforms, far more than what most parents think is reasonable. Residents in East Devon who were offered portable loo's after being left without functioning toilets will be given a discount by South West Water. saint Mary has been flooded with sewage 11 times this year, with some residents being left with no toilet for as long as 60 hours. South West Water say residents impacted by sewage problems will be eligible for a payment equivalent to 25% of their annual sewage charges. Well, sticking with East Devon and the MP there has blocked people from commenting on his Facebook posts, leading to criticisms that he's trying to censor
4: local residents. Joe Ives has more. A former East Devon politician has accused the area's MP of attempting to censor residents after blocking comments on his Facebook page. Ex-Devon County Councillor Claire Wright says Conservative MP Simon Jupp's decision to stop people from being able to comment on his Facebook posts showed that he was not willing to listen to residents. Ms Wright stood as an independent candidate against Simon Jupp in the 2019 general election, coming in second place. She said the decision to block Facebook comments showed that Mr Jupp is on transmit and not receive. She argues that it limits the public's ability to hold the MP to account. Simon Jupp has responded by encouraging East Devon residents to get in touch by email, letter or phone. He said that monitoring social media can be a full-time job and that he wouldn't want to miss the opportunity to help a local resident. Mr. Jupp said that he's already shown over the past few years that he's willing to help. Comments on the Facebook page have been switched off for everyone. Old comments have not been deleted. The MP's Facebook page has almost 1,300 followers, none of which will be able to comment on his posts anymore.
0: Joe Ives there. Well, that's all for the Devon Review this week. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get to your podcasts, and we'll be back with another episode next Monday. Take care.
4: Devon Review with
0: Brad Hardware.